Welcome to the Temple Time Radio Broadcast. Guess what? We've made it. We've made it to the last year of 2020. What a blessing. Thank God for His faithfulness. Despite the difficult times, despite the circumstances that we all have gone through, we can look and say, God, thank you. Thank you, God, for everything that you have done in our lives. Today on the broadcast, I have the privilege of sharing the Word of God with you today. And I'm going to be sharing two important aspects of faith that each of us should be aware of because they change the way we operate and the way we look at people. So stay tuned for that. But before we go to that message, let's enjoy an upcoming musical selection. And then we will hear what the Spirit of God has placed on my heart for you today. Hands. 
And he knows my name He knows my every, my every thought He sees each tear that falls And he hears me I call He knows my name He knows my every thought He sees each tear that falls And he hears me when I call I have a father He calls me his own Good morning once again, and thank you for joining us here on the Temple Time broadcast. Today we find ourselves at the last Sunday of 
2020. And God has truly been faithful. God has truly kept us. We know exactly what this year was like. I don't think there was a single person on the face of this planet that was not affected by COVID in some way. But thankfully, we're here. God's kept us. And we're looking forward to the new year with great hope and great anticipation that things will improve and things will get better and we can get back to life as we once knew it. Today, my key text will be 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. And it simply says, we walk by faith and not by sight. Now, this verse of scripture only contains seven words, but these seven words communicate such an important truth, a truth that must reside deep down at the core of everyone who says that they are believers. The truth is that we walk by faith and not by sight. We are not like the unregenerate whose only viewpoint is what's directly in front of them and how it affects their current position in this world. Every facet of our life should be influenced by our faith because only then can we have the impact that we are supposed to have for God's kingdom during our time here on earth. Today, I will share two ways that true faith impacts our lives and help us to live a life that's filled with God-given purpose. From the time we are born, the first thing we learn to do is get exactly what we want. It's actually quite remarkable. Even though a baby can't communicate verbally, it can get anything by merely crying nonstop until an adult figures out what it wants. And we tend to live our lives the same way as adults focusing our time and energy on getting what we want, fulfilling our desires, and really thinking about others. Impacting others' lives in a meaningful way is simply not a priority because we simply don't see the world outside of how it affects us. But our faith in Jesus Christ should change our priorities. And that's the first point that I want to make today. Walking by faith changes our priorities. Instead of making our entire existence about us, it then shifts to be about people and bringing them face to face with Christ and showing them their need for a savior. Let's look at the Apostle Paul's life for a moment. Before his conversion on the road to Damascus, Paul had one goal, to climb the ranks of Judaism by persecuting anyone who stood against the religious system that defined who he was as an individual. His social and political status among the Pharisees was his motivation, and he could not see beyond that. In Galatians 1 verse 13 through 14, Paul describes what his life was like before his conversion. He says, For you have heard of my former life in Judaism, how I persecuted the church of God violently and tried to destroy it. And I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my own age among my people. So extremely zealous was I for the traditions of my father. 
And in Philippians 3, verses 5 through 6, he goes on and he says that he was circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law of Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness under the law, blameless. So this was Paul's makeup. This was Paul's mindset. This was Paul's goal. It was all focused on himself and how he fit in the religious and social system of the day. Paul would do anything if it meant he could advance in this system. But God had another plan. In an encounter on the road to Damascus, Paul came face to face with God's real purpose for his life, which led him to make statements like this in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 19 through 23. For though I am free from all, I have made myself a servant to all, that I might win more of them. To the Jews, I became a Jew in order to win Jews. To those under the law, I became as one under the law, though not being myself under the law, that I might win those under the law. To those outside of the law, I became as one outside the law, not being outside the law of God, but under the law of Christ, that I might win those outside the law. To the weak, I became weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people that by all means I might save some. I do it all for the sake of the gospel that I may share with them in its blessings. Paul shifted from focusing on what was best for himself and instead focused on what was best for others and what was best for the gospel and what was best for the kingdom of God. His faith in Jesus Christ changed his priority and our faith in Jesus Christ should change our priorities as well. This is the question that we have to ask ourselves. Is our faith in Jesus Christ shifting our priorities or do our priorities outweigh the purpose that God has given to each of us to be a witness of the gospel of Jesus Christ? One thing that hinders many Christians from being a witness of the gospel is fear. Fear that they can't properly communicate it, fear that people will not receive what they have to say, or fear of being ridiculed for their beliefs. But this shouldn't be the case because when we walk by faith and not by sight, there's an awareness that we are fighting a spiritual fight for each man and woman who God places in our path. Walking by faith provides us with the confidence we need to be a witness. And that's my second point, that walking by faith gives us the confidence we need to be a witness. Ephesians chapter 3 verses 8 through 12 says, To me, though I am the very least of all the saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to bring to light for everyone what is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God who created all things so that through the church the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. This was according to the eternal purpose that he has realized in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through our faith in 
him. Paul had a special calling on his life to preach the gospel on a widespread scale, reaching many people during his ministry. And I'm aware that not everyone has that same call. We are not all called to be preachers, to be teachers, to be evangelists. That is a special gifting for some. But nonetheless, we all should be mindful of the opportunities provided to us to impact those in our circles. We all have friends, family, and even co-workers in our life who have not accepted salvation. And when we choose to walk by sight instead of by faith, those people look hopeless. They look like there is no hope for them. Walking by faith gives us the confidence to be in active pursuit of any soul that needs an encounter with the real God just as bad as we did. Consider how Paul viewed himself as being the very least of all the saints and add to that fact that he was also a man who was small in stature. More than others, he would have had a reason to be timid, to be fearful, to not want to open up his mouth and speak and share what God had done in his life. But Paul, because he walked by faith, it gave him the confidence and the boldness required to convince others about the truth of Jesus Christ. When we truly walk by faith, we have access to this same confidence that Paul had, Confidence to testify about the truth of Jesus Christ. Now, you may be asking yourself, why did Brother Burroughs choose to speak on this topic today? You know, it's the last Sunday in the year. Maybe he should have spoken on setting goals or starting fresh or maybe even a church classic. It's a new season. Your blessings are right around the corner. But even though, even though those topics are nice, that's not what I feel the Holy Spirit wants me to communicate right now. More than ever, people in the world need to experience the same hope that we have as Christians. And we will never have that type of impact that we are supposed to have if we leave the responsibility to the pastors and preachers in church on Sunday morning. We as believers have a command from God to be witnesses of what he did through his son, Jesus Christ, and how by having faith in him creates a hope that outweighs any circumstance that life could throw at us. This is a message that we carry, and this is why we must walk by faith. Truly walking by faith changes our priorities from focusing primarily on what we want to focusing on what others need. Having a relationship with Jesus Christ and truly walking by faith gives us the confidence we need to communicate that message boldly with the power of the Holy Spirit that will result in people being convicted of sin and making a decision to follow God. So let's refocus this year. Let this year be the year that you actively take part in the heavenly mission to win souls for Christ, to be an influencer for the kingdom. Be intentional, be confident, share what God has done for you and how he can do the same for them. Let each day of your life in 2021 be one where you are focused on this mission, focused on winning souls to the kingdom of 
God. Father, help us. Help us never to take for granted what you did for us in our lives. How you transformed us, how you took us from separation and brought us into unity with you. Father, may this same blessing that we have received, may this well up in us with passion, with zeal, and lead us to share it with anyone that we come in contact with. Help us, Lord God, to be focused on this goal, to not just take the state of people's lives for granted, but to look at them how you looked at us and how you look at them also as a person who needs a Savior. Thank you, Father. Sunday morning services. Join us next Sunday at the same time, and may the richness of God's grace, His boundless love, and adoring mercy be with you now and always.